is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. It's Jacqueline with a new episode of the podcast. Super excited to be here. I'm actually recording from our tiny hotel room here in California. Um, It's been a really wonderful trip. We've actually been gone from Chicago for 17 weeks, which is just crazy. Like, it's just honestly insane. But um, I've really been enjoying this time away. And I've also just been kind of amazed or proud of myself for really staying consistent with movement during this time. That was something that. I had been really struggling with. Um, I was never like a sedentary person over the past few years, but it was really something that like it wasn't going exactly like how I wanted it to go. And so it was something that I knew I wanted to figure out <laughs> while we were gone. And, you know, I was not stuck in a house. I wanted to figure out, well, how can I be a consistent person when it comes to movement? Um, I think I shared this on the podcast with Caroline, but when it came to food, that was, it was a little bit easier for me to figure out the food side. I know for some people they're like, oh no, the movement, the movement side is the easier part, but the food is the part that they struggle with. For me, food came easily. Um, when I did my awful whole 30 back in 2016, that was like the fourth time that I had done it. And I, you know, stayed in the house and didn't get to do anything fun for that full month. And then I binged right after that was enough pain for me to realize like, hey, you need to figure this out. You cannot keep doing this to yourself. And that's kind of when I started, you know, okay, what if you learn how to have some pizza without all the pizza and you can learn how to have some cookies without eating all of the cookies and you can learn how to build, you know, meals that actually help you feel good, not gross. And so I kind of came up with um, that system. But again, it came from those motivating factors. I no longer wanted to physically feel that pain or mentally and emotionally feel that pain of just not feeling good about myself. So that was back in 2016. And it definitely took some time to kind of like make sense for me. And then I kind of added fun names to help teach it to other pieces of other people. So that's really where the five P's came from. Um, you know, plants, protein, a little bit of process, plenty of water and plate it. It was something that was easy to remember so that other people could also implement, implement it and replicate it. And I think too, for me, it's been really easy to do that to use the five P's no matter where I go because it's so easy. Like it's just so easy to remember and it's so easy to implement. Um, like, you know, if I'm going to my parents' house and I know that it's just going to be pizza there, like I can be the one that brings salad and there can be some protein on it, right? Or if we're going to a restaurant and we know that we're going to get burgers, great. I can get a side salad or some veggies to go with this. Um, so it, yeah, it's been pretty easy to implement, but I think that's because it was such a simple, it was a simple system. <laughs> it was a simple and sustainable system with an easy to remember name. So when it came to movement and right, like I wanted to figure this out. I didn't want to go through these periods where I was, you know, super, super active and training for a marathon or, you know, not really doing much at all. Um, I really wanted to figure out a way to stay consistent and not have periods where I'm sedentary or like periods in the day where I'm completely sedentary and I haven't gotten up my butt in a few hours and I've just been typing on a computer 
And so that, again, <laughs> kind of the motivating factor. So like I no longer wanted to be in physical pain from not moving my body throughout the day. Um, also the like the mental stuff, like I don't like um, I don't like going through the day and wondering, am I going to work out tonight? And it's kind of like on my mind, like, oh my gosh, another thing on my to-do list. Am I going to do it or am I going to skip it or skip it again and feel like crap about myself? So I don't want that extra to-do thing on my to-do list, another opportunity for me to not feel good about myself. So again, the pain I wanted to get away from, and I really wanted to be a person that can be consistent. I wanted to be a person that had something checked off, could feel good about themselves right at the beginning of the day. And so that really prompted like, you need to figure out a sustainable system with easy to remember names so that you can actually do this. And so especially during this trip, I've kind of come up with different easy to remember things. So the first one that I really focused on was wake up and work out. So, right, so the five Ps, I know exactly what I'm going to eat on my plate wake up and work out. For me, that tells me where in my day I am going to work out. So I'm not going to question. I have this thing I was just talking about in my program, Get Consistent With. A lot of people, myself included, we do this thing, um, putting air quotes up, but like at some point I will blank. Like, oh, at some point I'll work out. And truthfully, at some point saying that kind of – it doesn't really set you up for success. It sets you up to probably not do it, to probably get to the end of the night and it's not done, or you're scrambling to get it done at the end of the night and then you're not getting the mental benefits of the workout. So that at some point, like when you hear yourself say that, it's like, mm, that's probably not going to get done. And if it does get done, you're not going to feel so good about it. So for me, again, I started implementing wake up and work out. I kept it really simple. It did not matter what I did for that workout. I just needed to move my body. And being flexible with that actually helped me solidify this habit. Um, You know, in Atomic Habits, the book, he talks about um, create the habit first and then optimize it later. Like you can't improve on a habit that hasn't already been created. So with wake up and work out, it was like wake up, head to the gym and work out. Whatever you do once you get to the gym does not matter. So I think at the beginning, I was just kind of like walking on the treadmill um, and then maybe kind of like bounced around to a few machines and lifted, but didn't really have a plan. The only goal was like wake up and work out, get my butt to the gym. Then I kind of um, was like, great, this is the habit. I have established this. I am headed to the gym. Um, I kind of added... A little bit more structure. Okay. So I am here. I think I started with like, you have to be here for 20 minutes. <laughs> Just start with that. So the first one, get to the gym. The second, the second um step, stay here for 20 minutes. And then great. Okay. That's not so bad. And then it increased. So then I went to great, you're going to get to the gym. You're going to walk on the treadmill for 10 minutes and just kind of like move your body around, do some arm circles, move your back around, do some leg circles, just kind of warm your body up. So on the treadmill for 10 minutes and then 20 minutes of lifting. So, right, I went from not going to the gym very consistently to going consistently to working out for 20 minutes to working out for 30 minutes. And then I increased it again. And so I started with 10 minutes on the treadmill, 25 minutes on machines, 
um, and then um, I could head out. And then I added another layer. I did 10 minutes on the treadmill, 10 minutes of my physical therapy exercises, 25 minutes of lifting. Um, and then I think I also added like five minutes of walking at the end. My thought was eventually I could get to a point where maybe I would run a mile at the end of my workout. That never happened because I was kind of dealing with some uh, injuries and it just never got to that. But that was working really well for me. Um, <laughs> and it was great. I did that all of October, November, December. Um, and then we got to California and the gym that, so we usually go to Planet Fitness. It was just way too far of a drive from where we were staying. So it kind of fell apart <laughs> and I wasn't able to do it anymore. And it was kind of disappointing, but I still had the habit of wake up and work out. And so it just shifted a little bit. Um, I still knew that I want to be a consistent person. It feels really good to move my body in the morning. Um, even though I can't make this, it's ridiculous to drive 20 minutes to a gym and drive 20 minutes home from the gym when you work from home. Even though I could not do that, I found other things that I could do. So at first I tried just kind of doing bodyweight exercises in our hotel room. I didn't really enjoy them that much. Then that's kind of when I decided, what if you wake up and then you head out and you go and walk? And then I kind of like started building up uh, running again. But again, sticking with that habit of doing the workout first thing in the morning. Again, I know exactly where in my day it's happening. It's not that, oh, at some point, um, I know pretty much exactly what I'm doing for that. Um, definitely it's shifted. I think another helpful thing too was like being okay that it was imperfect. This is not, you know, like this is an imperfect trip. I'm an imperfect human. This is an imperfect schedule. I'm just going to do the best that I can and be fine with it um, and still see myself as a consistent person. And you know, it's definitely helped with physical pain in my body. And then also just that like mental, the way I talk to myself, I get to feel good about myself first thing in the morning. Um, so that was kind of like, you know, I was feeling the, the, that out for the first couple of weeks um, of us being here in California. Um, and then I was kind of like, you know, I really need, I need to be at a gym. I need weights. Um, the body weight stuff, I think that it's, it can work. <laughs> Um, but for me, I really enjoy lifting weights. So then I started checking out some other gyms and I found another place to go. So I have again <laughs> shifted this, but now I'm going in the morning. I wake up and I work out. I head to the gym in the morning, a closer gym again. Um, and then I can get that. The other thing that I've kind of added is um, something to do to do at the end of the day. I'm, I'm pretty sure I mentioned this on Caroline's podcast where, great, I just talked all about like doing this first thing in the morning so it's not on your mind later on. I 100% believe that that is the way to go, especially if you are someone who you have a stressful job, especially if you have a commute, especially if you have children. Um, kids are going to eat up a lot of your time after they get home from school, right? You have family time, dinner. It's just, it's so hard for people to fit that time in for themselves at the end of the night. So I really, really do think that figuring out how to become a morning person and get the wake up and work out so that it's done and it's crossed off your list and you're not feeling this pressure at the end of the night. I think that that is the way to go. 
But I did start implementing another habit, and that was doing something at the end of the workday. Um, I don't have kids, and I did kind of have a lot of free time. And again, I was working on getting back into running. So it's like, if I'm lifting weights in the morning, I want to um, I want to fit running in somewhere else. And so I started the same thing, kind of went through the motivating factors. Okay, what's the pain I want to get away from? <laughs> what's the pleasure? You know, who's the person that I want to be? And what's my easy to remember system for this? So I came up with another <laughs> easy to remember name, and that is end workday, workout, right? End workday, workout. So I know exactly where in my day it's happening. Um, there's no question. There's no this, oh, at some point I'm going to head out for a run. No, it's like, once I close my computer, it's the end of the workday. I close my computer. I head out for a workout. Um, I also think, too, it's important to note, like, this is a conversation that I needed to have with my partner. Hey, this is important to me. Um, this is why I want to do it. You know, you know I'm a better person <laughs> to myself and to you when I get this done. So I think it is important to have that conversation with the people in your life and set those boundaries. And again, tell them why this is important to you. Um, but it, it's been really nice. It's been nice to, I mean, we're in California. It's nice to be outside. Um, I don't think if I was in Chicago that I would have implemented this. Um, I know that it's rough in colder places, but for me, this has been really great. Um, but I will say that it, the, um, the end of workday thing, sometimes it does get cut off. Um, and that's why I do always like my most important workout is going to happen in the morning. And the second most important one is there at the end of the day, but there are days that it doesn't happen and, you know, it is what it is. Move on, figure out kind of what went wrong and commit to it the next day. Um, but yeah, so I think that that's kind of the big thing is like, instead of, if you hear yourself say those things like, oh, at some point, like I was so guilty of that. Oh, at some point I'll go for a run. Oh, at some point I'll lift weights. Um, even when I think back to like, you know, training for marathons, like, oh man, I, Saturday long runs in Atlanta, I would like, oh, at some point I'm going to go out for a long run. And then, you know, hours would go by and I would start crying because I didn't want to go out for a run at 11 a.m. in Atlanta because it's, you know, 110 degrees and super humid. Um, and I think if I had had this system, wake up and work out. Jacqueline, it's Saturday morning, wake up, head out, like, and just be done with it. Don't let all of this mental um, gymnastics, all of this chatter go back and forth. Just having that system, you know, it's interesting, like actually cutting off other options makes it so much easier to actually take action. And I think we try to allow for more options because, you know, we're like, oh, you know, what if I don't feel like it? And the truth is I, I don't feel like doing this. Like there, are, I would say most mornings when my alarm goes off, I'm like, oh man, this sucks. I don't want to get out of bed. The bed is comfy. My partner is next to me. My pup is right there. You know, I'm comfortable. I don't really feel like doing this. But then I remember like, well, this is, you know, I'm cutting off the other options. This is what the saying is. The saying is wake up and work out. <laughs> the saying is not wake up and stay in bed and then be pissed at yourself because you didn't work out. The saying is wake up and work out. So I do think that having a structured approach, a, a structured approach, especially if you're someone who's always struggled with being consistent, you do need a little bit more of that authoritative, this is how it is. Um, you know, as, when I was a teacher, we would talk about being a no-nonsense nurturer. Um, 
it's no nonsense on in the morning, right? Wake up, work out, no nonsense. We're not playing around, you know, get it together. But by doing that, I am actually nurturing myself. This is actually a caring thing that I'm doing for myself. Um, I know, again, I'm a better person to me. Mentally, I'm a better person to me and to my partner and to anyone I come in contact with when I have worked out, when I have moved my body and given myself that time to go and do something active, to not be in front of a screen. So being a no-nonsense nurturer, if you are someone who struggles with being consistent, I highly recommend kind of taking on that identity. And again, coming up with a system with a name that is super easy to remember. And you can steal mine. And come up with your own. I'll give you some of mine. But again, the five Ps, you, you know exactly what they are. Um, single serving dessert, you know exactly what it is. Um, what else do I have? Wake up and work out and work day workout. I've also been doing PT and TV. So doing physical therapy exercises while watching TV, laying on my yoga mat, doing my um, my clams and my uh, leg leg lifts, um, just laying on the yoga mat, watching TV, doing my physical therapy exercises. So that one again, PT and TV. Um, another one, um, I have a, I don't have a, this one, maybe I should come up with a cute name for it, but I have a meeting in the middle of the day that's not on camera. It's just on the phone. Um, and I always take a walk during that, that call. Um, so it's nice. So I don't have to be in front of a computer screen. I can just take that meeting on the phone and I always go for a walk. I'll come up with a cute name for that soon. Um, but yeah, I think that that's the big thing. Come up for come up with a cute, easy to remember name. Be a no-nonsense nurturer. Remind yourself that taking action is actually going to help you. Um, and then it's also helpful too <laughs> to think about like, well, what are the consequences if you don't take action, right? Um and allow yourself, I talked about this on the podcast with Eric Caroline, like allow yourself to feel those consequences. Allow yourself to actually feel angry with yourself. Like so many times people are like, oh, you should, you know, you shouldn't feel guilt. You shouldn't feel anger toward yourself. But the truth is those are the emotions that are actually going to help you change. I don't want you to feel shame. You're not a terrible person because you can't, you know, take action. You can't follow through with something. You're not. Everyone struggles with this. But like actually feeling those emotions, allowing yourself to feel those emotions, and then putting on big, big girl pants and coming up with a system for you to take action. That's really how you're going to move forward. That's really how you're going to become a consistent person. But um, I will say too, uh, sometimes people struggle. Maybe you have been trying to do this on your own. You know, when I say things like, well, be a no-nonsense nurturer, and you're like, oh, but that's the exact thing that I struggle with. Or I'm like, hey, come up with a cute name for this system. And you're like, I have no idea. And even if I do come up with a cute name, I'm not going to follow through with it. Um, that's okay. I am here for you. I've been in your shoes and I know what it's like. And I want you to know that I can help you with this. So I'm really excited to announce that the my new, my brand new program, the eight-week um, coaching program, one-on-one coaching program called Get Consistent With, it is now open. So again, Get Consistent With, this is a program that is going to help you. It's guaranteed to help you go from being sporadic to a consistent person. Go from being that person who is so sick and tired of quitting on themselves and letting themselves down to being that person that is like amazed and proud of themselves for being consistent. 
Um, again, this is an eight-week program. We're actually going to start the week of February 27th. So you'll need to get in this week. It will close down sometime next week. Um, the first call will be the week of February 27th, and then it will run through March and April. So really, you can get into this program, start it, and being be that person that like quits on themselves. And by the end of the program, so beginning of May, end of April, beginning of May, you'll be able to see yourself as this person who's consistent. You know, when I'm talking about, we've been on the road for 17 weeks and I've exercised, you know, almost every single day in some sort of, you know, fashion. I've had the five Ps every single day. I've enjoyed our trip. You can be that person too over the course of the eight weeks. Um, so again, you get to pick if you want to work on mornings, if you want to work on meals, if you want to work on movement, a couple of people have already joined in and they are working on different things. The program is actually for any of those, the videos apply to any of those. It really is about teaching you how to create this structure, how to talk to yourself, how to get yourself to take action. I'm going to give you all of the tools that I have created and used to get myself from being that person who has quit almost everything to being this person who is consistent. So all of that will be um, given to you. And then the last part, super important pricing. Um, this is a fun <laughs> a fun opportunity. Um, later on this program will be some sort of investment in the hundreds, probably around $300 to $500, just because we're going to be spending a lot of time working closely together. Um, the first call that we'll do, it'll be a 45-minute onboarding call, setting up everything that you need, working on your customized success plan. And then over the next eight weeks, we'll have a 15-minute check-in call. And then there's also daily videos um, for the course as well. So for this first one, it's pay what you want. Um, and I'm serious about that. Pay what you want, pay what you can afford, even though you know this is going to be $300, $500 in the future. If you are someone where money has been a struggle, you know, if you wanted to do programs, but it just hasn't been something that you can invest in, you can get in here. And it's okay. Like I had someone pay um, $100 the other day. I had someone pay $50. It is a-okay to pay what makes sense for you right now in your life. So again, get consistent with it is open now. It will be closing down sometime next week. So get in now, <laughs> reserve your spot so we can get started. I'll put the link in the show notes or you can just head to systemsforselfcare.com. Um, and I'll be back next week. It was so great to chat with you. Thank you again for letting me be in your ear. Thank you for being a subscriber to the podcast. I have lots more to share. We'll chat soon. Bye. 